0: Hello, hello, listeners to the Third Way Podcast. I can't believe it, but we're at 50 episodes. And I think back to all of the conversations with every single guest that was, that were so interesting and uh, the tweak of the format from, to more of the answering the three questions and how fun and good that feels to do it that way. And it's hard to, in a world crowded with now millions of podcasts to Be original but i feel like we've accomplished that to some extent with the format and the guests and so in celebration of the 50th episode i'm going to do a reading of what i think is probably my most significant essay that i wrote in uh recent months and this one was from september 6 2021 and it's called 12 negative enumerations for being And I wanted to read this as part of uh, the 50th episode, because I think we, for a while now, for the continuing future, are going to live in very uncertain times. And we're seeing, you know, massive, intrinsic, extrinsic, and systemic change going on. Some of it terrifying, some of it hopeful. And part of being a conscious person is knowing what you don't want and knowing what you are not. And thus the concept of negative enumerations, and that knowing what we don't want and knowing who we are not does give some grounded guidance and some resonance and some uh, a place to return to as we navigate um, the conditions of life. Um, further, negative enumerations help with what I think are kind of the three main like states states of being in life, and that is temporary, liminal and constant. And there are temporary things like where we live, our bodies are temporary. Uh, And then there's liminal, which is more creative or evolutionary. And then there's constant things like love and wisdom and other things from the mystical realm. Negative enumeration helps you understand where you stand in each of those states. So here's the reading. Negative enumeration is sequential numbering and naming, but from a contrary or negative position. Two of the most influential examples of negative enumeration are the Ten Commandments, Thou Shalt Not, and the U.S. Constitution, Congress Shall Make No Law. In societies, negative enumeration is less about telling people what to do and not to do and more about how an institution cannot determine your intrinsic rights and value negative enumeration reminds you of what is inherently yours autonomy choice freedom of expression in our personal sovereignty and growth negative enumeration reminds us of what we don't want in our lives relationships or careers for me it has been a helpful reminder of my tendencies towards self-inflicted and therefore optional suffering negative enumeration has helped me remember that i can always choose my perspective that my ego mind is rarely right And that a little contemplativeness goes a long way in dealing with head chatter. Negative enumeration can also serve as a fuck it list, which is the opposite of a bucket list. It is an accounting of all the things you do not want to do. This helps establish boundaries and plan your life around what feels right for you, not social pressure or expectations of others. In pondering this idea, I came up with 12 do nots that have guided my life in the past years and moving forward into the future. Number one, do not mix truth and deceit. I did this for years. Although I now recognize it was a form of self-protection, it was also highly arrogant and ultimately painful to myself and others. Now I'm consciously trying to practice radical honesty and micro honesty. Number two, do not approach your problems with passivity. The other version of this is own your shit. This speaks to being strategic, taking decisive action, and not living life in a defensive posture. It's okay to ask for help, but it's not okay to assume that someone is going to rescue you from your problems. Number three is do not feed your own insecurities. This reminds us that many of our insecurities are bolstered by the stories we tell ourselves. These stories produce habits or behaviors that make the insecurities even more intense. We all have insecurities, but let's not make them worse with our own behaviors. Number four, do not put math before meaning. This is a reminder to see the proper value of things and that no amount of financial gain is worth our soul and our dignity. It helps us think from the heart and feel our way through decisions and prioritizations. Number five, do not apply force to things that require faith. Yes, be decisive and bold, but also trust the timing of things. You cannot make a flower bloom faster. For me, this has meant replacing striving with receptivity and helps me remember to experience things, not just endure them. Number six, do not love the idea of someone. This has been a huge reminder for me. I've had the tendency to romanticize, idealize, and idolize people, especially women. Consciousness helps you see the real person and love them, not the idea of what they represent to you. This is an essential element of conscious relationships. If you love the idea more than the person, you are not in a conscious relationship. Number seven, do not consume more than you create. This is a reminder to practice essentialism and simplicity. I practice this with clothing items. Whenever I buy a new piece of clothing or shoes, I give something away to goodwill. It also reminds us that an essential part of everyone's mission is to create things. Number eight, do not make it difficult for others to do the right thing. This applies to stupid laws and policy. It also reminds us that we, as my business partner Emily says, teach people how to treat us. Number nine, do not have more theories than practices. This is a reminder that knowing how to do something and actually doing it are separate things. It also warns us to be aware of cognitive dissonance and hypocrisy. Number ten, do not become resentful and call it righteousness. This reminds us to practice grace, nuance, and discernment when dealing with others. It also reminds us that self-righteousness is caustic, destructive, and distances us from our humanity and the humanity of others. Number eleven, do not pose yourself as an expert in areas where you have no experience. This one is for all the intranet and quote researchers, especially those who spread lies that lead to suffering and death, or the bloviating armchair quarterbacks of any area of expertise. Number 12, do not minimize yourself to be accepted. Yes, be flexible. Yes, be adaptable. But as soon as we reduce ourselves, we lose ourselves and begin to participate in tyranny. Another version of this is do not modify to mollify. There is a 13th one. Do not worry about what other people are thinking when they read your stuff. But maybe that one's just for me. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all the support and the shares. Um, More to come with The Third Way. Love y'all.